Welcome to the Worst Week Yet, the least informed podcast on the left. It's a podcast where every week we pontificate profusely about the maladies of man, and then we yell about a hamburger being woke. I'm your host, Andrew Hillary, and I'm joined once again by my longtime friend, most times co-host, Dee Rose. Deanna, what's up? You know, every day I just uh, get up and this will fix me my way through it till I... Uh, realize none of it has fixed me, go to sleep and try again tomorrow. So here I am. I'm going to have to call bullshit on that. You do not go to sleep. We're also joined by Kennedy Cooper. Kennedy. Hey, hey how you doing? Hey. Uh, not the best, <laughs> I guess. Um, I'm having a weird day and I, unfortunately, the audience, I can't really say why. Uh, Kennedy T. Cooper, <laughs> international them of mystery. I've been, I've, I've, I guess I've been the victim of a weird identity crime. I think I can say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Ken- somebody fighting under Kennedy's name uh, is in Hamas. So it's like, it's a very tense situation right now, but we're going to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> a, no- uh, 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 a, non- a non-binary person who recently changed their name, like legally changed it, undergoing an identity crime is actually a hilarious concept for something that has happened. And what happened was hilarious, and you guys don't get to know. It is kind of funny because I, I, towards the end of right before I like started going through the name change paperwork, I had started to feel a lot like I was like stealing someone's identity <laughs> when I would like file paperwork with my dead name. And yeah. it's like, I guess. But he was just also doing that, maybe. Anyway. <laughs> and folks, that's why you always, uh, what did you say? Throw out your uh, solo cups after a party that you wrote your name on, because you never yeah. know. Yeah. Yes. Somebody's going to bring it back. And that was, Deanna brought up the solo cups. Just for the record, she's funnier than me, folks. They've heard the podcast. They know. Oh. And if you haven't heard the podcast, <laughs> you're going to find out. And if you think someone else should find out, you know what you should do? Send him a link. Send him a link. Biscuit, do not eat Deanna's Vivans. God Biscuit damn it. is trying to take my psych meds. <laughs> Biscuit is trying to take... Biscuit woke up today and was like, maybe this will fix me. I will say, I do not... I mean, I, I do not understand for the life of me, for the listeners at home, like most times when we start recording the podcast, Deanna's like, okay, now that we have actually hit record, I'm going to open 15 pill bottles and take one out of each and take my pills, which is good that you're taking your meds. I don't know why I don't know why you always wait till we start the show to be like, I'm gonna assemble my breakfast. <laughs> uh because I was gonna do it uh before before, but then you asked me if I wanted to go outside and smoke a cigarette, and that was my pill counting time, and then I mm. forgot about it while we were out there, and then we started to talk and I was like, Wow, I am not medicated. Who would have thought it's my fault? Yeah. I bleached my hair, if anybody gives a fuck. They do. I give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's so blonde. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like... Go- <laughs> Biscuit is trying to... There's a football game on the TV, and Biscuit just ran up and tried to tackle one of the players on the screen. Like, Biscuit just tried to fight a football player on the television, and I lost it. I lost it. Anyways, these have been things that are happening in the room while we're recording that you listener will never be privy to. So right. It's like an audio <laughs> drama. Okay. Like that. I, I listened we're to some of that. We're setting the scene. 
that new Riddler audio drama. Oh, is it good? I heard a commercial for it. I was like, this kind of sounds cool. I'm going to be in the car so much. Hey, speaking of which, I'm going on tour. That's right. If you live anywhere, I might be there. Uh, check my socials for all the stuff. Uh, Florida, North Carolina, Texas. I'm going all over Texas. Places, people, places, things. Yeah, I don't know. I'll be places. Figure Nouns it out. on the road. Uh, I'm so excited. And uh, I haven't. I leave in less than 72 hours, have not even begun to figure out what uh, what all I need to pack. So uh, this is going to be a haphazard couple of days for me. But you know what? It would mean a lot if you came out and saw me on tour. Uh, I know that <laughs> whenever I was out on the West Coast, like a couple people came to the shows and were like, yeah, I just I listen to the podcast. I'm like, what? That's so cool. Uh, so, yeah, come out. I'll give you a high five and a sticker. And I don't know. I'll teach you how to eat a wing. And if you want to uh, support Andrew from afar uh, and also Kennedy, you can head over to our, you guessed it, Patreon. What's that? www.patreon.com slash worst week yet. No, like what is that? What is the internet? <laughs> can you explain the internet to me real quick? Actually, I fucking can't. <laughs> Let's it's go. It's a series of tubes. Okay. There's a lot of computers, databases, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, electricity. Okay. I feel like I'm getting a pretty complete picture. <laughs> is, is, the truth is no one can un- explain the internet. And I'm not just saying that. Like, uh, there's There's some aspects of the internet that really don't make sense to anyone in the same way that there's some aspects of aviation that don't make sense to anyone, but we fly planes anyway. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't, yeah. One yeah. time, um, I Beyonce was... Beyonce knows. <laughs> there's nothing she doesn't know. Let me ask you this about the internet, in regards to the internet. Um, is there any, like, hatred or bigotry? Because I'm, like, really not a fan of that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's overloaded. Oh, fuck. What about boobs? Tons. Okay, so... The boobs kind of balance the bigotry, (laughs) but then there's also a weird lot of bigotry about the boobs also. So, you know, it's a real hotbed of emotions. I really want to know what boob bigotry is, and I feel like I'm going to I'm gonna have some weird Googles later. <laughs> Anyways, head on over to patreon.com slash worstweekyet, where you can support the show. You can get some bonus episodes. Very infrequent. As I uh, alluded to, I'm going on tour. Uh, if you decide that you want to cancel this because the episodes are irregular, I get it, but we will be putting stuff out here and there. We're doing Spooky Tober right now. Me and Kennedy are watching scary movies. Uh, we're going to figure some stuff out. I don't know. Maybe I will record a podcast, a solo podcast live from the Four Corners Monument because it's just one person in four states. I don't fucking know. Patreon.com slash worst we get. If you give at the $10 a month level, that means we say your names. And that's something that like, you know, having your name said by somebody on a podcast, that's pretty huge. fucking cool. That's huge. It's cool. Like, that'll be in your obituary. Um, so we actually have a new patron this week. Again, my ass off to get people to say my name on a podcast. <laughs> Just pay a couple bucks. I mean, it's a great deal. This is wild. Okay, we are we are you know up to what? 37 patrons. That's Whoa. crazy. People keep joining and I'm I'm very grateful. We uh, love it. We love to see so it. We got a new name this week to shout out, but let's get through them all. 
<clears throat> Thank you very much to <gasps> Chauncey Anders, Terminally Online Leftist, Music to Ignore, Zap, Actions Downer, Mega Force Base, Nandy Angelus, Dragula 206, AJ from Baltimore, The Man in the West, Optimus Crime, Goblin Mode, Andrea Humphrey, you fuck like my dad, Josh Troopin, Brienne, Nick Adams, parentheses, Alpha Male, CIA, Brain Bugs, and our newest patron, Pablo Hummus. Uh, usually I could see it coming. I was going to do NAFTA isopods this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, hell yeah oh well thank you uh for bearing with us that's all the announcements now listeners you tune into this show for one thing and one thing only me asking stupid questions and here's my question i wonder it every fucking week hey you fuck like my dad i i want to know why do you know what your dad fucks like like how do you know that someone fucks like your dad why do you know how your dad fucks like and can i put you in contact with uh, a therapist, uh, a healer, a helper, an energy worker, a manifesting girlies group chat, anything. I was going to say, can I put you in contact with various dads? Yeah, maybe maybe I fuck like someone else's dad. I think all dads fuck the same. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting take. <laughs> I mean, I will say this, you know, straight sex is a decaying cultural <laughs> artifact. Uh, and all, the all the only innovation is in queer sex now. So all the money goes there. <laughs> That's where yeah. all the research has been, you know. Well, because I feel like straight <laughs> mafia, like straight people got as far as butt stuff. And then instead of trying to like explore other avenues, uh, straight people were just like, OK, but what if we just tried like putting more weird and weirder stuff into butts. And then that was as far as it got. And that's how we ended up with like that hamster in someone's butt in the nineties. What is an urban legend? Shh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was actually a gerbil. So no, that's not what they tune in for Deanna. They do appreciate your questions, but that's not why they're here. The listeners are here because they don't know what the fuck is going on. Like in the world. Neither do we. Fair. But I, uh, I, I, I have some notes. And you do look up some headlines. <laughs> I, you I, do, do, I do be looking at stuff. You know, I do be. I, I sent do you be. some stuff today. Maybe, maybe it made it. Oh, you missed a very important story, which we will get to. But uh, I think I want to begin with her first story. Now, last week, we did not do a normal episode. Uh, and actually, I, I want to say thanks. A few people reached out and said how much they appreciated me and Kennedy, uh, you know, just with a little bit more of a somber approach to the fucked up state of the world. Um, so thank you for those kind words. And, you know, we're, we're back at it with a full slate this week uh, to begin. I even have, I even have New Mexico news. Ooh. Two items. Ooh. Bring your own news. Is one of them the, the crime is one of them? Folks, they're calling it News Mexico. Okay, let's not get bogged down with talking about things we're going to talk about while I'm trying to talk about what we are talking about. Our first story on our last regular episode two weeks ago was about uh, how the House Republicans ousted uh, Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. Now, it has been, I think, like 15 to 20 days since that happened. Time's not real. And I am happy to report that as of this moment, they still have not gotten their shit together at all. Jim Jordan flop era. <laughs> there is no speaker of the house still. <laughs> like we didn't even we didn't didn't even touch on this story last week and they still haven't figured it out. This is incredible. So they they voted 
to try to put Jim Jordan in three times. Yeah, and it got and worse for him each time, time. Each time it got worse for him. <laughs> Once, twice, three times a loser. Hey. Hey. I can't, I can't get enough of the fact that he just... <laughs> ate he shit over and over again. More shit each time. <laughs> <laughs> it's really incredible to see, like... And, you know, I think the last time we did talk about this was about how, like, the whole force the vote thing was, like, dumb because it would have just led to chaos. And, like, holy shit, two weeks later, looking pretty damn chaotic. And, uh, yeah, like, what what are, what, what, what are we getting accomplished here, guys? Like, the, the thing about the, like, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again, people, is that they don't tell you that, like you can also not succeed at the try and try again. <laughs> like you can I, keep not succeeding. I will say there's so much I want to say about this, honestly, but I will say first and foremost that although I hate to give any credit to the force the vote people to their minor credit, they had an agenda when Jim Jordan went to the Republican holdouts, they said, we don't want anything, <laughs> <laughs> which is just, really funny now there is something to be said about like the fact that one of the two uh, one of the two only parties in the country their entire political project is like let's just fuck shit up like that's it there's no goals there's no like here's the thing though the republicans have been more of a unified front for like the last 20 years Mm -hmm. the democrats have been the more divided party right i would divided between at minimum three camps uh uh we don't need to get into all that but just you know the point is like they don't have the same agenda a lot of these democrats and i think that's pretty fucking obvious um uh the republicans on the other hand like bush era republicans were like they were like yeah we don't all agree on 100 percent of everything but like we can all compromise on enough stuff to just be a unified front and get whatever done we want evil shit we want to basically yeah uh, and bush era republicans had no problem just slamming through an extraordinary amount of terrifying legislation that we're still grappling with to this day true uh, yeah definitely uh the republicans of today have finally lost that unified front and it's a minor relief it's a minor relief to see because if they were still able to just crush legisl- evil legislation like they were in the Bush era, it'd be pretty terrifying right at this moment. The fact that they're just fucking shit up and like can't get along anymore is like it's minorly, minorly relieving. <laughs> Well, when you talk about the like different factions in the Democratic Party, I think that it's because there is a a scale there of how uh, how interested they are in pretending that they're not doing bad shit. Uh, And the Republicans were we're always kind of on the same page about that. And I think they're starting to diverge about how willing they are to pretend that they're not doing bad shit. Like some of them still want to pretend that they're not doing bad shit and others, as we know, have completely abandoned. And that's where the divergence really is uh, becoming evident. I think think you also got to look at like Trump. Trump was like 
if you wanted him to be, he was your dream candidate, no matter who you were, to some extent. Like, again, if you wanted him to be. Yeah. Uh, 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 because, uh, you know, he's he's given so many different positions on so many different issues and things like that. And so I think like the fascist contingent of the Republican Party in particular kind of saw Trump's victory as like, look, that people do want the fascism. And it's like, no, people voted for Trump for a gajillion billion different reasons. And the fact that Trump occasionally catered to you fascists, like he he was willing to pander to anybody that would smile at him and sit down and eat McDonald's. Yeah, like you fell for it. You fell for the same thing that everyone fell for. That voted right. for him. So now it's like the fascist contingent of the Republican Party is like they they're like huffing their own fumes because they think that they have like got way more power than what they actually have. Whereas like a lot a lot of Republican voters are still ultimately not that ideological. A lot of Americans are not that ideological. People forget this a lot, especially if you spend a lot of time either just around politics or online or both. Um, yeah, yeah uh, it's, it's it's just like the the monumental failures of like the fact that like. It, Trump literally only passed like one major piece of legislation, like the tax bill. Like he, I mean, like he did a lot of bad stuff, but like they they could have gotten in there and like hit the ground running and like reshaped the country, and there would have been no stopping him. And like I don't know, it's it's such a mess. But I think the important thing to focus on is the fact that uh, the last gov the the last bill they passed to prevent a government shutdown gave us forty five days. Uh, to to make sure that that didn't happen. And that will be mid-November. And there's currently no speaker in place to even approach trying to do something about it. So good good news? Bad news. Bad news. The important um, thing is that when the government shuts down, they need to make sure that they destroy any red solo cups that they wrote the government on at a party. <laughs> Or else someone else can just pick up the cup and then now they're the government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can just call yourself the government. There's there's nothing stopping you. Right. If the government's shut down, they're not the government anymore. There is no government. Yeah, we could be the government. We are the government. God, Listen up, terrifying. motherfuckers. <laughs> it's time to, it's time to, I don't know. I think we'd be good at being the government, you know? We'd be all right. Because like, I would think of like crazy shit that was like, kind of a good idea but deranged and you would be like that's crazy shit but like here's the useful part of that and then meanwhile my major push for legislation would just be to have uh national cat day be recognized as a federal holiday and to push for a zero day work week honestly <laughs> replace columbus day with indigenous people's day and then make the day after that a national federal holiday of uh, National Cat Day. I always said, here's the thing. I don't think, I think there's, at least for a generation or so, there isn't going to be enough people willing to give up Columbus Day just because it's woke or whatever. Um, I think what the day we should have is, uh, obviously, okay, the number one choice for a day we should have is Indigenous People's Day. Right, like the That's joke too hard I, of a sell. The joke I was going to make was like replace Columbus Day with National Cat Day and then like, I was like, actually, that feels so disrespectful to indigenous people. Like, no, that's not that. 
I didn't want the subtext of that joke to be that like, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Wasn't trying to do a racism. Yeah. Here's the thing is that the American population will not let the indigenous population get a W. Like they just won't. No matter what it takes, they're not giving that W. So you can't really have a compromise that makes either side happy. Um, but what I think we can do is get rid of Columbus Day and make it Vikings Day because Vikings were in North America long before Columbus. And frankly, I just think that would be a fun holiday. <laughs> like, even though Vikings didn't wear those helmets with horns on them, we all would and we get drunk and like eat, like, I don't know. Like, it would just basically like be like Cinco a Renaissance de Mayo, fair. But white? Like, well, like a Renaissance fair across the country. And that's pretty cool. Blanco de Mayo. Blanco de Mayo. Blanco. <laughs> Mayo de Mayo. <laughs> wow. Wow. We've really arrived. Where? I don't know. Why? I don't know. Should we leave? Yes. Let's move on. Now, we normally don't talk about good news until the end of the show, but I do have some incredible news that I am thrilled to be able to share with the two of you and all of you listening at home. Uh, folks, the Devil Comet is on its way. That's right. A comet larger than Mount Everest is approaching Earth and is set to arrive sometime in the spring of 2024. So for all you folks out there who are feeling conflicted about who to vote for, we, I'm voting we, for the comet. We have our champion. We have a candidate who will, you know, undeniably bring a lot of change to the world. <laughs> if you think things are bad and you know they won't get better, but you want them to at least be different... Vote Comet 2024. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that thing where I like run up my credit card bills because I'm like, big Comet's coming. And then uh, the big Comet like doesn't come. And then I have to pay all those bills. Now, astronomers do say that it won't actually be that close to Earth. It will be like just a, a slightly closer th or slightly further than like Venus, which is, you know, not going to hit Earth anytime soon. But like, here's the thing. I think if we just vote hard enough, we can get that comet to come to Earth. You got to start voting now and you got to keep voting. <laughs> vote if boom no matter who. Stay in line. <laughs> Whatever line you're in, stay in it. Also, it's called the Devil Comet because, like, apparently while it was, like, at some point when they were observing it, uh, like, a piece of it, like, broke off or, like, some gas escaped and it made it look like it had horns. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. So Vikings do Metal. not. Vikings Day. It'll land on Vikings Day. Yeah. <laughs> Vikings didn't wear the little helmet with horns, but the Comet does. Yeah. Just keeping score. If you're keeping score of little hats with horns... Also, if you're keeping score at home, that sounds kind of like is, math to me. What I'm hearing is the... the list making. Mm, okay, okay. You know, the comet threw up devil horns, <laughs> like, 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 like it's in the pit. The comet likes Slayer. Um. <laughs> I have to make a confession. Okay. Because we were just talking uh, about math, and I can't mislead our listeners any further. And it saddens me to have to reveal myself to you all as a, as a fraud. Uh, and a dishonest person because um, I actually love math. I love math. I'm still not going to do math on the show out of respect for my co-hosts and all of you, but I did want to admit that in my personal life, I have been known to indulge in math uh, uh, frivolously and joyfully. And I, I just, I really love math and I'm, I am sorry if I have let anyone down. 
Uh, I will be posting a notes app apology about this later. Deanna has a gun that shoots Sudoku at you. Um, I well, fucking hey. would. I fucking would. That would be so sick. I'd be like, yeah, here's a fucking grid with only three numbers on it. Let your mind go crazy. And then like run away while they're trying to solve it. So speaking of fucking frauds and liars... Our next story, a uh, friend of the show, Sam Bankman-Fried. Wait, uh, that was great podcasting. What a transition. I love that for you. Sam Bankman-Fried, go on. Uh, I The best part about doing a good transition is whenever somebody stops you dead in your tracks to tell you how good it was and ruins it entirely. You're welcome. <laughs> this is the government. This is the government you all voted for by Red Cup theft. Uh, Deanna is the temporary speaker of the podcast. <laughs> the, if you pull the, out a gavel that has numbers written on it, we're fighting. Um, okay, so Sam Bankman Freed, he's going, to, he's in, the, his trial's happening. I don't really care that much. I don't want to talk about this too much, but there's just one detail that I was like, this is, we have to mention this. Um, so he's going through his trial, and I don't, I haven't even been following. I don't know what his chances are. I don't care. But. <laughs> <laughs> there was a story that came out this week that uh, he's, his lawyers are trying to argue that he needs more Adderall to stand trial because like apparently he was so he was using so much Adderall that like now he cannot function without it like every couple of hours. So like he, he's in custody. So like he gets the, like the state prescribed Adderall in the morning, which is like what a normal person, I guess, would be enough for the day or something. I don't, I don't know. Don't shake your head at me. I don't know. Uh, so he gets it at like six in the morning and then his lawyers are arguing that by the time the trial starts at nine, he has already completely lost the Adderall that like is in his system. And they're like, no, we need to pump this motherfucker full of this shit repetitively all day long. I mean, accounting for like building tolerance and metabolic rates. I do know, um, I do know a lot of people who are prescribed Adderall and like are to take doses of it throughout the day, but not like three hours later. Like it's not fucking Advil. Um, yeah. Here's the thing is that like that's I mean, it's still bullshit. The fact that it's happening is bullshit, but just like it. It speaks more like the information I was adding doesn't legitimize what they were, what they're trying to do. It actually exists to call into question the fact that like they're willing to exploit any like little thread that they can pull on mm -hmm. uh, and try to make that that work for them. And I think that sucks. Yeah, uh, I don't know enough about it, but like it would it would make sense that you'd have to take it a couple times a day. But like three hours every three hours is like okay at this point like i that's don't a, that's a that's a that's a addiction I, that's a drug I, addiction. yeah i think i think i think uh i, I want to say a couple of different things about this because i have very conflicting feelings about it first of all uh it sounds like y'all should be putting this guy through some kind of rehab before you make him stand <laughs> trial um just saying uh uh that that just seems like it might be a good idea um, second of all, uh, I, I do think that, you know, um, obviously I'm generally a prison abolitionist for the most part, but, um, the most ethical prisons in the world, some of the European prisons 
you know, kind of function on this principle that like taking your freedom away is enough. Like yeah. doing anything more than that is unnecessary. Um, and so like, therefore, like they don't restrict that much what you can and can't have or do. Um, because it's like, you already like, you can't like live your normal life. Yeah, like, that makes that's, sense. Uh, and and like realistically speaking, like it is true that like the punitive effect, if you believe in that, uh, happens with just that. Like you don't need more. Um, uh, you mean so, you don't need torture on top of that? Well, correct. yeah, you don't, or, or deprivation, or etc. And so uh, there is an extent to which I would also say there's a part of me that says, "Give him his Adderall. Who the fuck cares?" Uh, there, on the third hand, though. Uh, you know, you know, this would not even be a discussion if he wasn't white, and that's frustrating. Yeah, fair. Yeah, fair. Um, fuck him. Hey, fuck him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: it wouldn't even be a question if he wasn't already just being a such a colossal piece of shit in other ways. And so, fuck him. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah, um, it's hard to find sympathy for somebody who uh, blatantly and purposefully defrauded thousands of people. But you know, uh, so uh, uh, from from a from a very slim standpoint, do I be like kind of like yeah, whatever, give people in prison drugs? Yes, but let's not make any exceptions for this guy. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of nope. Let's talk about a heist gone wrong. Um, this week in Florida, believe it or not, a GameStop fell victim to just the rampant crime wave sweeping across Joe Biden's America. Uh, some Don't mention crime wave. That movie sucks. <laughs> some guy went into a GameStop in Florida and grabbed a bunch of boxes of Pokemon cards and then ran out with them. And uh, then the GameStop employee pulled a gun out of his waistband and shot the guy dead. Wow. Calm the fuck down, people. Jesus Christ. If you are curious what a human life is worth, five boxes of Pokemon cards. They cost, that's $120 each. That could be like maybe a million dollars. I don't. Don't fucking math me, Deanna. I'm not going to do any math. I okay. said I wasn't going to do any math. So approximately $3 million worth of Pokemon cards is what a man's life is worth in Florida. Now, uh, funny update to the story. <laughs> Florida has like very, very loose stand your ground laws. But the one qualification is there has to be like some reasonable doubt that your life or safety was being threatened. And there's video of this guy just picking them up and running away with them. So the GameStop employee got arrested and is charged with manslaughter. Good. Yeah. Like, I, I was shocked he whenever I saw it. That's murdered. actually, I don't even know if I would have covered the story if I, if, if I hadn't gotten to that part. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. So he's like, what, sheriff now? No, he's, he's going. Under arrest. <laughs> yeah. They're Shocking. not going to give him any Adderall. Yeah. Oh, no Adderall. Um, which makes it much harder to play Pokemon. I just, I, these kind of stories make me so uh, just sad and disillusioned because that's not even like that guy's own Pokemon cards. Like, I don't care enough about my own shit, let alone like some shit that belongs to someone fucking else. Like, 
my my friend GameStop employee, sir, uh, you were getting paid the same like $14 an hour, whether that guy took the Pokemon cards and got away with it or not. Uh, and your pay doesn't go up at all for getting them back. So why? Here's the thing. If I was like the manager of a GameStop, I would tell my employees like, hey, don't bring your gun to work. <laughs> like, I mean, that's, that's... I don't like that. I don't like that. That's number one. But number two, if I was the manager of a GameStop, I'd be like, hey, people are probably going to try to steal stuff. And I just need you to know that I actually don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Simple enough. Um, well, we've got more more stories from uh, the world of uh, crime, legal trial. Okay, so this one, nope, nobody's dead. So it's not as bad of a story, but it is fun. This week, a couple in Utah got busted for dinosaur bone trafficking. <laughs> this is incredible. So they were going on to like wow. go- government-owned land and digging up fossils and then selling them. Uh, they got busted with a shipment of 17,000 pounds of dinosaur bones, which is more than double the largest ever bust of dinosaur bones in history. And like all the scientists are all mad. They're like, you've, you've changed these from how they were originally in the ground. So now they are useless for scientific purposes. And I'm like, I don't know. I guess it's like, that was the government's dinosaur bones technically, but oh, we're the government now, actually. So I think we can pardon them. I think I can shoot them for stealing my bones. <laughs> I don't know, man. If something's just basically, kidding, I don't give a fuck about them bones. But I dinosaurs, think you should be allowed to dig up any rock you want, and it's yours. But dinosaurs, if you still wanted those bones, you shouldn't have left them laying around. Like, do you know how mad I would be if I was like just digging a hole somewhere and I found like a chunk of gold and then. Somebody was like, hey, you can't, you, that's not yours. I'd be like, I dug the hole, motherfucker. Um, I dig holes. Yes and no. Which one first? Mm, both at once. Mm, uh, okay. Because I also feel like that notion of like, people should be able to dig up whatever they want, wherever they want. Uh, like, I think about people who went on like, excursions Mm. and uh dug up artifacts like in other like white people who went on excursions and dug up artifacts in other parts of the world and then like brought them back and put them in like the fucking british museum and they were like well these things are ours now because we dug them up and the culture that they belong to has no claim to them but like the dinosaurs are dead so they also have no claim to them haven't you ever heard that song this land is your land this land is our land Mm, I, th- I think it's an early Kesha song. Let's move on. Uh, hey, speaking of legal trouble. Uh, I re- thought it was my land. Mm, oh, yeah. This land is our land is the communist version. They they don't sing that in America. Yeah, I think it's this <laughs> land is your land. This land is my land. And the government is like eminent domain <laughs> land. So speaking of d- <laughs> eminent this week, uh, candy manufacturer Reese's is in big trouble. No. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <sighs> oh, it's it's bad. So uh, Reese's, do you say Reese's or Reese's? Reese's. I'm, I feel like I go back and forth. I like Reese's. I know it's not supposed to be said that way, but I say, I ca- I say I Reese's. Like, if I'm like, I could really go for a Reese's, that would be one thing. But like, if I'm going to say 
a cup, like I'll say Reese cup, like a Reese cup or a Reese's. Listeners, write in. Are you Reese's or racist? (laughs) Are you a... Yes. Uh, There's a hashtag end Reese's. Oh, Jesus Christ. So... uh, Reese's is in trouble this week because they were doing this promotion on some of their, like, Halloween-branded candy where there was, like, a a giveaway where they're giving away $25,000. And it said, like, on the outside of the package, like, you could win $25,000, more details inside. So, like, you, after you open the package, there's, like, you know, all the, the details of the contest or whatever. And one of those details says no purchase necessary which if you can only get to those if you only can figure out how to enter by purchasing something they like that's not <laughs> i don't know how this works but like they fucked up and now they're like potentially facing legal trouble for false uh false contest or something okay here's the thing i got to side <laughs> with the cup on this not usually one to go with the big guy all cups are bastards but yes um Especially red cups. So there, no purchase necessary to me in that context means that like you don't have to have proof of purchase. Like you don't have to be the person who bought the Reese's cups to enter the contest. Like if you bought Reese's cups and I came over and I was eating Reese's cups and I saw the thing about the contest in the bag and I was like, Ayo. Can I enter this contest? Yes, I could, even though I didn't purchase shit. Well, it still was purchased. The somebody purchasing it is a a necessary piece of it, but I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, I don't think that uh, I care that much either way, but it is funny to see uh, somebody fuck up at their job like that. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, definitely is stupid. Um, Here's what I think. Uh, I'm actually also going to side with Big Cup here because, you know, (laughs) if you buy a pack of Reese's, you're supposed to share them. Oh. Share them. And so then what if you both read about the contest? Somebody still bought the pack of cups. There was a purchase. But here's the thing. When they say no purchase necessary, they mean you don't have to have proof of purchase to enter. Like you don't have to have a receipt saying you purchased to enter. Well, that is, I'm sure, what they will argue in court, but the words no purchase necessary does not mean that. It means that nobody has to purchase anything. What I'm saying is that, you know, this is in the spirit (laughs) of sharing the Reese's with the homies. Well, you have to steal them. (laughs) Nobody can buy them. Here's the thing. No purchase necessary. If you do a grab and go, if you do a quick grab of some bags of Reese's and run out the store and don't get shot in the back by an overzealous store employee, you could enter the contest without having purchased anything. So they are encouraging theft. Yes. In Joe Biden's America? (laughs) The crime wave is actually a cup wave. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crime up. Grab a Reese's. (laughs) Cup, cup down. Big, big cup. Okay, so I want to move on. This is a story that I know nothing about, and I have no context or really anything to say about it other than a silly little joke that I just wanted to say, so we're just fucking doing it, so bear with me. Uh, This week, 
there were elections in Ecuador where the uh, socialist president was defeated or candidate was defeated by a far right business magnate um, who is the son of a company that uh, the founder of a banana company. And so, as I said, I don't know enough about this. I don't want to talk about it that much, but I just wanted to say that uh, the banana republic has finally become a banana democracy. Word. All right, moving on. Uh, this week, <laughs> Alex Jones is having his worst week yet. That's right, folks. Uh, he's Sucks had to suck. He's had a lot of bad weeks, uh, and I think we've talked about this. Where I I don't understand how he got a one point five billion dollar ruling against him, and is just d- still he's just nothing has really changed for his life. But like, you know, because I listen to Knowledge Fight, I know that like there was a brief period of time where he tried to just set up an entire different media company, like in someone else's name that was just Infowars, And he was like, Oh yeah, no, you have to like tune into this other, you have to go to this other website. And like, it was this whole like fucking like blatantly obvious trying to hide money thing that he only did for like a week before I guess he figured out that it wouldn't work. But like the fact that he didn't realize it wouldn't work before doing it is so funny. (laughs) Like he went, he actually like went through the whole, like launching this new media company and like all this shit and did a couple episodes about it. And then it was like, Oh yeah, we can never mind. Uh, (laughs) So this week, a, uh, a judge ruled that uh, he cannot declare bankruptcy in order to avoid paying Sandy hook families, which $1 billion, $1.5 billion. Love that. Uh, so that was his next plan was just to pretend he's to pretend he didn't have any money. And he's like, well, I don't, you can, I, I don't even have any money. <laughs> so funny. Embarrassing. <laughs> so embarrassing. He's so bad at this shit. It's incredible. Uh, but like, it's also frustrating because as I said, I, I listened to knowledge fight, which such a good podcast listeners. If you like this show, it's very different. They know what they're talking about, uh, but it's very fun. Alex Jones has been on like multiple like week long vacations to Hawaii and like tropical places this year. Like he still is what he appears to be doing is trying to spend as much money as he can while he still can. And that's frustrating. That's that's disheartening. I but it's not surprising. Once again, disappointed, but not surprised. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Um. So I don't know what well, time will tell. We'll see how, how long he can get away for it for or away I, with it for, but I don't know. I'm not certain of this, but I thought that when you had like a, a like judicial ruling that you had to pay a certain amount of money, like if you weren't making your payments, they uh will just garnish your like garnish your wages like like it will be pursued i think that like again i don't know the full ins and outs of it but just like what what the knowledge fight guys have been able to glean by like watching him and seeing the things that he publicly does like there's i think there's almost no way to say that he's not doing tax fraud like there's got to be some way to like there's got to be the, the information that could prove it is there somewhere. And like, man, I just, it would be very funny if after getting <laughs> hit with a, a $1.5 billion judgment, he then goes to jail for tax fraud. <laughs> so it really would be, I hope um, he ends and, up fucked you know, and broke. 
Agreed. Like, all I can say is quit giving these rich guys so much leeway, all right? He's not paying the money he owes. Just fucking pick him up. Yeah. How, you know, people get. No, like such- literally pick him up by the ankles and shake him out. <laughs> Shake him out. Shake the change out of his pockets like in a car- cartoon. Mm-hmm. Like a Rocky and Bullwinkle situation. If Sonic the Hedgehog would just jump on Alex Jones one time, all of his rings would shoot out and then the Sandy Hook families could collect them. Sonic is honestly working against justice. Is he? <laughs> that confused. I was like trying to work through that and I was like, why? I'd- We're just saying nonsense. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. Hey, so, while we're talking about justice being served, can we talk about can we can we can we you I need the little like do 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 breaking news sound? Oh, okay, hold on. I got you, I got you, I got you. Um everyone can eat shit. No, that's not right. <laughs> that, that was <laughs> it's the best I got, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh I, you know, I, I actually thought that was pretty close. Uh, uh, it's it's time for News New Mexico? Mexico news. News, news Mexico. Mexico. Come on. We are. Br- this Mexico. is branding, Kennedy. <laughs> news Mexico with Kennedy Cooper. I've got three stories this week. I lied earlier. Holy shit! Um, uh, starting with transitioning from one courtroom to another, Alec Baldwin this week was recharged by the state of New Mexico <laughs> for the killing of Helena Hutchins. Why? Because they dropped the charges originally contingent on his lawyers were making the argument that he absolutely did not pull the trigger. And what? guns are sometimes... <laughs> well, well, listen, guns, first of all, guns can sometimes go off without the trigger being pulled. Uh, under certain circumstances. And second of all, in particular on movie sets, sometimes guns are modified to go off in Crazy. Different, uh, unusual ways okay. or things like that. Okay. Um, and so they, you know, basically Alec Baldwin's argument was I think the gun was modified. I don't know. I didn't pull the trigger. And so, state of New Mexico said, okay, we're going to drop charges pending the forensics investigation on the gun. FBI and independent sources did forensics on this gun for like a fucking year. And a hundred percent Alec Baldwin pulled the fucking trigger is what they said. And so state Mexico is charging Alec Baldwin with, I think manslaughter again. Uh, uh, so, uh, get wrecked Alec Baldwin. I hope you fucking, I hope you eat shit in this case. Once again, I hope you end up broken. Fucked. Yeah, I hate to say it. I do. But uh, it sucks to suck, Baldwin. Yeah, I um, don't hate to say it, actually. I, yeah, no, it felt good. Eat shit. It felt great. I'm going to keep saying this, though. <laughs> you know, as much of a comedy genius as Trump is, he's really only an 8 or a 9 out of 10 at comedy at best. Because if he was a 10 out of 10 at comedy, he would reverse the whole Alec Baldwin doing impersonations of him thing and do an impersonation of Alec Baldwin <laughs> right now. Right now. <laughs> Come on, Donald Trump. Please. I know you listen to this podcast. Donald Trump, Donald Trump should <laughs> announce that he will pardon Alec Baldwin if he wins again. <laughs> DJT, I will provide you the cocaine that you would need to do to get to get all juiced up for for your Alec Baldwin performance. Yeah. Yeah. 
Good luck. Um, so, uh, so it's always uh, good to see. Yeah, that's item number one. Is so, offering uh, drugs to a former president on a podcast a crime? Nope. Okay. <laughs> We're the government now, and we decided. Yeah. Sorry for um, the unilateral, unilateral decision, but no. So, next up is... Uh, Confusion. Fucking, fucking... I, well, I was trying to say... Do I, I was like, I think I want to go with the most fun story last. Okay. Um, uh, so, next up is uh, uh, Texas is building a wall on the border with New Mexico. <laughs> Can I get an air horn, please? <laughs> That's right, um, folks. Build that wall. <laughs> uh, 18 miles of border fence are being constructed near El Paso between Texas and New Mexico. Why? Uh, uh, because supposedly uh, New Mexico ain't doing enough to keep the immigrants out of El Paso or whatever. Uh, Did I, I don't know if that's how geography I don't. I love the idea of somebody crossing the border into New Mexico I mean, and like if, knowing if that they're basically El Paso is right on the verge of. It's in the corner. Yeah. The the, the Mexico New Mexico border and it's in Texas. Gotcha. And the concept is that people are crossing the border illegally into New Mexico to get into El Paso because it's easier than crossing through the little bit of Texas, which might be technically true. But is a deranged argument. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nobody wants to get into Texas that bad. Build a build a That's wall not... around all of fucking Texas. Just <laughs> just the Texas is now a fort, and that's it. And you know what? While we're at it, forget the Alamo. <laughs> um. So uh, I just want to chalk this up as a point for Kennedy. I make a lot of very good political predictions. One of my political predictions is that the United States is very likely to balkanize. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, I want to keep putting that thought out there. And people sometimes they say, well, do you want it to happen? No, I'm not saying it because I want it to happen. Get that manifest girly shit out of your head. I'm saying it because we need to prepare our buttholes. All right? We need to be <laughs> fucking ready. Ah, I'm for voting for the comet. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, can they finish the border wall before we are all liquid liquid Is the border wall going <laughs> to stop the comet from immigrating here from space? Yes, the border wall will stop the comet. The 18 miles of border wall. This is what everybody laughed at Trump for doing space force, but <laughs> you know, he's thinking towards the future, I guess maybe. Uh <laughs> Uh last piece of New Mexico news, this one this one is especially for the patrons. Ooh. On the Patreon, we talked about Marty the Moose. Marty the Moose has walked hundreds of miles <laughs> back to New Mexico. Let's That's fucking go! Whoa! I like the game. Uh, has said uh, 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 they they probably will just leave Marty alone. Um, patrons, of course, you've gotten the full story. Uh, the rest of you are only getting the briefest recap, which is that this moose don't belong here. And they try to take him back to where he belong. And uh, he said no. Um, <laughs> and so Marty the Moose back in New Mexico. There's a Facebook page called Where's Marty Marty or Where's Marty Moose? Something like that. No. And people post pictures of him when they see him. Uh, uh, it's a, it's 
it's a, it's a phenomenon. Quick question, Kennedy. You, you I, I appreciate your political predictions, but I, uh, how about your like, poli- your your hypotheticals? Do you think hypothetically, if they had built a border wall sooner, they could have kept Marty the Moose? from immigrating into New Mexico. Would a border wall have worked on Marty the Moose? Uh, in hindsight, obviously now it is too late. But, and and do you think, uh, honestly, do you think a border wall could keep Marty the Moose in? Um, I don't think Moose respect borders. Do you think that a caravan of immigrants riding on mooses can defeat the border wall? It's really hard to get that many mooses together. Here's what, I, here's what I'm going to say is that I think it, if you're going to build a fence to try to control a moose, it's got to be pretty serious because uh, uh, as we covered on the Patreon, Marty the moose weighs over 900 pounds. Don't yeah. fat shame my moose. It's um, all muscle. Oh, no, I'm not. That That's a freight train. Starting the... <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> hey, well, you know, it takes less than a border wall to derail a freight train, apparently. Marty the Moose was the inspiration for that song that came in like a wrecking ball. Do you... <laughs> Sometimes I start saying something that I'm not very confident in, so then I just pretend I'm drunk. So like, your mother's missing. All he's had is coffee. Don't let him fuck with you, y'all. Wait, Mart. Wait, no. Maybe I'm onto something. Maybe Miley Cyrus can figure this out. Marty, Miley, there's something there. Listeners, write in if you know how to solve uh, interstate moose politics. Do you think if the United States balkanizes, we can start calling ourselves the USSA? Uh, sure. It's the it's like the that. it's the states formerly known as United. Actually, uh, hey, oh. well, uh, I've got some bad news. Believe it or not, uh, so a study came out from some fucking I don't know place that looks at shit like this. Apparently, uh, the average cost of employer based healthcare has jumped almost seven percent in. 2023 in just this year the average cost of healthcare has gone up seven percent great just uh you know what as a bitch whose job does not provide health care i don't fucking care well here's the thing uh this is not you know there are ways to look at this uh, you know with your own individual situation nothing against that but like i would say just as a general rule for the fact that the majority of americans uh, working age Americans do get their health care through their employer for the fact that it is uh, rising rapidly in costs. And uh, I'm going to, you know, I haven't really looked into it, but I'm going to assume Joe Biden has no fucking plan for it uh, or just the Democrats in general. Uh, you know, I keep saying this, that there are like 20 different things that are going wrong and the Democrats are literally just their only fucking strategy is we're not the bad guys. <laughs> like that everybody's, this is, we're so fucked. <laughs> yeah, we are so fucked. Wait. Oh, well, yeah, never mind. I was actually thinking that like that 7% meant that it was getting more expensive for the employers. But then I was like, the employers aren't going to absorb that. They're just going to pass that on to the, yeah. So and I, and I do care, but like, also it cost me $600 a month for health insurance for two people. And it's not even that great of health insurance because we still get bills. So, uh, yeah, 
Fuck the whole thing. It all sucks. I agree. So, um, that's bad news. Uh, a little bit of good news before we get to our main story. Uh, <laughs> so, the Florida lawmaker who was one of the uh, original sponsors of the Don't Say Gay bill. I didn't write the guy's name down. Fuck him. Who cares? He, uh, this week... <laughs> was uh, sentenced to prison because he was found guilty of wire fraud, money laundering, and making false statements in relation to a COVID relief scam that he was doing in 2020. Was he criming up or criming down? He was, well, I guess technically defrauding the government is criming up, but it's just the, the, the don't say gay guy uh, is going to jail. So... I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yay. I'm glad that he is going to endorse suffering. I want this person to endorse suffering. I just was curious about the crime. Yeah. I wasn't going to be like free him, like fuck him. I just wondered about what I wondered more about what was the crime. I saw something this week that like the, there's like some part of the United States government. uh, Well, the former United States government. I mean, this is before the three of us took over, but there was some government agency that like, was tasked with um, trying to find like more of the fraud and abuse that took that was taken with the the PPP loans with with COVID and whatnot, and that they came out this week and were like, at this point, it would actually cost more to keep looking into this than it would be like than the money we would recover for from finding this fraud. So they just kind of are giving up. Can the small business administration then stop calling me about the $7 a month payment on my $1,000 PPP loan for myself? Um, no, cause they will, st- they're just not going to look for fraud anymore. They'll still keep, uh, they'll still keep collecting the money from the people that didn't do the fraud. They're just going to let the rich fuckers that got away with it. They're just going to call it even. I knew I should have done more fraud. You should have always done more fraud. Like you do not want to be on your deathbed and be like, man, I could have defrauded more. You got to do fraud. Always be frauding. Now, I don't know if it's legal or I do know that it's legal to tell uh, a former president you'll give him cocaine. I don't know if it's legal to encourage under to do fraud under <laughs> our new government. Oh, I, I am, keep forgetting. I am gonna. <laughs> um, I am going to reinvent the FBI as <laughs> federal a, body inspectors. As a, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, as a an 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 educational entity to teach people about fraud called the Fraud and Bitch uh, in- Institute. You know what? No, I'm getting, we, <laughs> that's what the FBI can be. I, I was saying female body inspectors. That doesn't sound right. I'm going to start, there's going to be just a separate agency called the FBA, which is the female body appreciators. It's just a government agency of simps. And so it's just state sponsored sending hot girls money. Yeah. And it's state sponsored. Like you look in the mirror and you're feeling bad about yourself. Like contact your local FBA agent, contact your local (laughs) FBA agent. You can put in some, some basic stats about your body and specifically what you're feeling bad about. And then somebody who is into your kind of body is going to come and gas you up and be like, yes, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. wear that skirt. You look fly. You look so good. The thighs, they're winning. Yes. Yeah. I think that this is actually just Twitter. Uh, 
actually already working for the FBI. Yeah, Elon, you're, Elon Musk. Um, you went wrong with X. You could have done the FBA, and you know what? That would have been better. Just because you didn't will not stop me from it. Um, thank you, Elon, or fuck you, Elon. Eat shit and be broke or whatever I said about all them other people. Yeah, there was some Elon Musk news this week, and I just like I don't I don't know. He's like apparently the Tesla's like doing bad because he keeps trying to make the cyber truck happen and Tesla's doing bad because Tesla is bad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't fucking care. I I don't have that. Uh, I don't have that. I don't, I don't have Elon one Musk. of them. That's all we need to I say. I like that your reaction to the Tesla story was my, same as my reaction to like employer backed healthcare. I was like, I don't have that. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. So same as it ever was. Uh, to 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 wrap things up this week, we are going to talk about the situation um, with Israel and Palestine. Uh, you know, we we really only talked about that last week, uh, but you know, there's. There's some like things I want to like actually touch on here. So, uh, just to go through a few of them, uh, you know, one of the biggest stories this week was that a uh, a hospital in Gaza uh, blew up, and you know, Israel, you know, immediately after this, uh, one of their ministers was like, "Yeah, that's right, we blew that shit up." <laughs> Uh, and then deleted that tweet. And now uh, nobody's really sure who did it. <laughs> now they're saying that Hamas did it. No, no, no. They're saying that the uh, Palestinian Islamic Jihad did it. Oh. Uh, they did say that Hamas did it right after they said that they did it. But now they're saying a third person did it. I lost, I lost the plot at least three accusations ago. Now, here's the thing is that uh, the problem is that there is, there is really no way to be certain about this there aren't uh israel in addition to not letting like you know food or water into gaza they also aren't letting like independent investigators in so you know normal yeah yeah of course of course uh there's no way to be certain about this but like the level of fucking gymnastics that you have to do to find out a way that it wasn't just Oh, one of the 7,000 bombs Israel's hit Gaza with, this was one of them. Like, so, you know, there's been so many, like, Israel right away was posting videos of things that happened, like, years ago. Like, they were just putting out completely fake shit. Uh, Then then there was fucking, uh, they released a alleged intercepted phone call or, or, like, communication between two Hamas people that were like, oh, yeah, no. Where did the bomb drop? Oh, we actually shot the bomb. Yeah. Where did we shoot it from? Oh, it's from the court, the graveyard by the hospital. Oh, which one? Oh, whenever you enter, it's at the southwest wall. It's like, here's the thing. Um, Again, no way to know for certain. A lot of like linguistics people have been like, this doesn't sound like how Palestinians talk. I get that. I don't know enough. It, You know, like that's something that you know, could be like, oh, that is what they would say, blah, blah, blah. Uh, One thing I will say is that uh, Hamas knows that Israel would be monitoring all their communications. So like the fact that, or I'm sorry, the alleged fact that two Hamas operatives, uh, two Hamas militants knew 
enough about the situation to describe it in perfect detail according to the story that Israel released. And they were just talking about that on an open channel, knowing that Israel would be able to monitor and record that is fucking insane. Like I'm they would not, not be having that conversation in a way that it could be recorded. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not a member of Hamas, but I, I feel like they at least know to use the signal app. <laughs> like at least. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, also, I'm just like thinking about the the 7,000 bombs because like Gaza is the size of like Delaware. And I just like, like when we think about that, like when we're thinking about Palestine and like, like in America, we think, oh, the United States is a country. The United States is fucking huge. Uh, and so we think about like countries as being huge, but like so many countries are the size of our, of like American states. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and They're just think smaller than the mall of America. Yeah. Just thinking about Gaza being the size of fucking Delaware, thinking about Gaza being like the size of like Washington DC times two, uh, being bombed 7,000 times just, just fucked my brain so fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, there's, 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 there's other, uh, atrocities taking place now. Uh, Joe Biden, he went, he went directly to the source he went to Israel on uh, Wednesday. They were like, we're not letting in independent investigators, but we'll let in Joe Biden because he ain't going to find out shit. <laughs> well, he did find out a lot. Uh, unfortunately, it was only information that came to him from the guys that are doing the war crimes. Oh, but, okay. But the good news is they said they weren't. Um, so cool, 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 cool. Case closed, case closed. Neat, 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 neat. Uh, Joe Biden, he had a, a, a few comments that uh, I want to talk about um, in his is Israel trip. Uh, first was that um, after, you know, Israel presented him with this evidence, uh, uh, evidence that Hama that uh, Palestinians were responsible for the hospital. Uh, Joe Biden remarked that they, quote, need to learn to shoot better, unquote. Squeeze me. Yep, that is a word. That is a phrase that came out of this fucking guy's mouth. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that. Hate it a lot. I hate it so much. Um, I'm sorry, Joe Biden. Just, just repeat it all one more time for me. Joe Biden said that Wouldn't. they need to quote learn how to shoot better unquote. J Joe Biden said skill issue. Joe Biden said skill issue. Uh, yeah. So holy fuck. Holy fuck, indeed. Now, he also put out, and this is, you know, this is bordering on math, so I, listeners, you will not be getting a fact check, but uh, <laughs> Joe Biden said that Hamas's uh, Al-Aqsa flood, the attack on October 7th, was, quote, like 15 9-11s, end quote. And I just want to say, uh, we will be filing lawsuit against Joe Biden for using 9-11s as a unit of measurement. That is our podcast's original bit, and it is fucked up that yeah, he did not credit us. us. <laughs> right. Right. How many Roman empires was it, though? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't think about the Roman Empire. 
Somewhere in there is buried like a toxic masculinity joke about being a real man. I don't know. Put it together yourself. Uh, (laughs) I just, wow. Wow to all of this. Wow to all of it. And I, I, um, I wasn't here last week on the, the somber and serious episode and my feelings on this are all somber and serious. And I, Joe Biden is mucking up everything in such a disastrous way. Uh, yeah, we sent Deanna to Jordan last week to try and broker a ceasefire, but you know, it's, we can't put that much expectations. We're only podcasters. You know what? Actually, I could probably do it. <laughs> Honestly, I think you could. Yeah, like I could probably <laughs> more faith in you than Joe Biden. I'll say that. Well, much. that's number one. But number two, like one thing about me is I'm a talk, and I like a fraud, <laughs> and I like a finesse bitch, and I feel like I could do it. Yeah, conflict resolution brought to you by the stupidest people you've ever met is honestly better than people who think they're smart. Yeah, because so I was watching Our Flag Means Death yesterday, and I'm sure this has like been said before, but one of the characters was like, uh, there are two kinds of men, mediocre men and exceptional men, but there's a third kind, which is both mediocre men who think they're exceptional. Uh, and that's <laughs> actually the worst kind. Oh, yeah. And I really feel that right now about Joe Biden. Uh, last week, we had an international day of jihad, which was, you know, spread spread all around the Internet. You know, there's uh, it was alleged that there were tens of thousands of uh, Hamas members living within our borders that, you know, October 13th, my fucking birthday, mind you, was supposed to be an international day of jihad. Uh, literally nothing happened. <laughs> like, you know, not not a single uh Not a single piece of Islamic terrorism happened on that day, at least like in the Western world. I don't fucking know what's going on over there. From for a fact that the leadership of Hamas put out a statement. They said, hey, it's Andrew Hillary's birthday. We just got (laughs) to got to cool it. Uh, One thing that did happen, and this is something I regret laughing right before talking about is in Chicago. Uh, some old white man was listening to a bunch of right-wing radio and then decided to stab a six-year-old Palestinian child to death. So, you know, not, not, uh, that was, I think that was on the Saturday after the Sunday, but that's at least actually that one man being a racist piece of shit and stabbing a Palestinian child to death is, is actually five nine elevens at least yeah it's a it's a lot of nine elevens it's a um, lot of nine elevens um uh you're really not fucking beating the ethnic cleansing charges people yeah i don't know what the fuck else to say also uh just i think last night or yesterday at some point um a uh, a Jewish leader in Detroit was found stabbed to death, and there's not like they they just found her. They they don't know what happened. So I this actually was just about to bring that up. I'm glad you did. This could have like you know 
there this obviously this could be something horrific this could be like racist motivated but also they they have no idea what happened so like this could have just been like a mugging or something uh but the reason that this is fucked up is because though this was a a jewish leader like she was you know advocated for the palestinian cause in the past and she was actually uh friends with rashida talib and like worked closely with her and because this happened like in detroit which is where rashida talib represents tons of people were coming out and like asking her to condemn this this attack on a jewish leader with like she already had like said so, like they were friends like on a personal level and for people to be like oh you, you this is what you wanted for like her friend who was like on her side it's it's disgusting I, it's really I sick i fucking hate this place um it's really sick and it's convoluted that people are going to try to use this to like push a narrative and there are so many um there are so many people who are expressing um as, as Jewish people are expressing fear about things, which I, uh, I'm not Jewish and I, I can't, um, you know, take, take anyone's fear of away from them, except like other white people being afraid of weird shit. Uh, but like saying that this then justify or like justifies the fears that like we're bringing, we're ushering in an era of anti-Semitism, by wanting to support the freedom of Palestinians. Um, it, it's just fucked. It's really fucked. Uh, speaking of the Palestinians, at this point, there are, uh, according to numbers I've seen, almost 5,000 people have been killed uh, since Israel started uh, started their quote-unquote retaliation. Uh, if you know, I, I say it that way because, like, people are acting like the shit started two weeks ago. Like this is just like, this is an ongoing thing. Like this, this did not, this war did not start. These right. people were already like prisoners of the war or whatever. And they like, were already at war. Like the last time there was a one of the world's longest ongoing military conflicts. And people. like the most recent war there before this current it. one, like the most recent war there before this current one was in 2021. So like <laughs> it, it, there has now been a war, uh, but in, in between Israel and, and Palestine twice since COVID has started. So this is not like a new thing. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I, think Again, I just want to say you forgot about it. Yeah. Like, or you didn't know, or you didn't care. I just like I disagree with like the framing that this is a new war like and that's I mean I, I it's like a new battle but it's not it's the same thing that's just been I don't know it's annoying uh but yes as I said about 5000 uh Palestinians have been killed uh including well over a thousand children uh so that's good that's you know it's always nice to have our tax tax dollars being put to that speaking of our tax dollars after getting back from israel joe biden he said you know we gotta worry about the humanitarian cause uh in in gaza so he has asked for 100 million dollars in humanitarian aid for the palestinians um. and 14 billion dollars for more bombs for israel so you know yeah Jesus. he I, 14 billion um I thought that he asked for more than that between, well. Well, it's 14 billion specifically for uh, Israel, but there's also um, 
60 more billion for Ukraine and a number of uh he asked he asked for like 100 billion total I think 106. Yeah 106 the total was between Ukraine and Israel was 106 But there's also like other stuff like more border security and shit like he's he's just like hey can we just basically you know our our uh, military budget is like close to a trillion dollars. Like this might put it over a trillion dollars. Like I, it's so fucked up. Like, I don't know. I'm counting it. I don't, I, I hate this fucking place so much. Vote comment. Yeah. You know what? I, as a member of the current, of the current government, uh, I would cede my power to the comment. Now, you know, the international community is responding. Uh, this week, a uh, number of states tried to put forward at the United Nations a ceasefire. You know, there was a lot of blood spilled on October 7th. There is much more blood been spilled since then, and there is an ongoing fucking blockade. Uh, it was just on Saturday that the first aid was... <gasps> led into Gaza. I think 20 trucks were able to get in and another 17 today. But like outside observers were saying like at this level of what's going on, there would have to be at least like a hundred trucks every day to just keep up with what has already happened. So, uh, the UN was like, Hey, like we need to like Israel got their fucking revenge. Like they, they killed way more fucking innocent children than Hamas did. Like we need to put a stop to this. Uh, unfortunately, let's see here. The United States vetoed it. Uh, they said, hell no. <laughs> let's let's let them keep bombing stuff. Now, Joe Biden, he actually came back with a counteroffer. Uh, the United States proposed to the United Nations, in fact, to uh, pass a self-defense resolution for Israel. Now, I know you're sitting at home. You're wondering, wait a second. If the Hamas attack was one day and now everything else that's happened since then, or the vast majority of since then has been Israel. Uh, how is it still self-defense? No, that is, uh, you're anti-Semitic for asking that, and you, uh, sh you're fired from your job. That's how that works. Sorry. Shouldn't have been so full of hate. That's why you thought that, is because you are full of hate. Yes, you, mm -hmm. yes, motivated by hate. If you hate babies dying, that means you're a bigot because you hate something. So, yep, yep, uh, you are. I mean, you are full of hate. Jesus Christ! Fucking Christ! So, uh, you know, this week has been a, a bad week for celebrities weighing in. <laughs> Some big names stuck their nose into this uh, conflict, and uh, let's talk about it. So, first of all, we had Sarah Silverman came out and shared a story on her Instagram that was uh, a post calling, f f uh, basically endorsing Israel cutting off food and water to got and uh, electricity to Gaza until the hostages are returned. Now you may be wondering, Hey, isn't that kind of like punishing 2 million people for the actions of a few, uh, to the point that people will starve and to death and die of dehydration. And yeah, that is, it, it's just, you know, genocide, uh, Sarah Silverman pro genocide. Uh, she did come out <laughs> the next day and issue I wouldn't call it an apology, but I will call it uh, an explanation that is, uh, makes it worse. She said she was just stoned. So I actually like was so confused hey, I'm gonna about this. I'm going to give everybody a tip as somebody who smokes a lot of weed and also is a Jew. 
if you're really high, maybe shut the fuck up about world politics. Jesus fucking Christ. Also, I will say, and this, you know, I don't smoke weed, so this might sound a little biased coming from me, but uh, if you smoke so much weed that you find yourself thinking genocide's fine, maybe stop smoking weed. (laughs) As a person who smokes a shit ton of weed, like, my weed smoking habit is old enough to drink. Uh, I, I never smoked any weed that was, like you know what's cool now? Genocide. Like I never, I never smoke. Is this what they call the, is this why they call it the devil's lettuce? Cause like there's some strain of weed that just makes you evil when you get high. But also I was confused about this because when I originally read it, so the verbiage that she used, and again, uh, as Andrew pointed out earlier, we are three of the stupidest people. So, uh, I, I, understand that this is largely possibly because I'm stupid, but what she wrote was in my stoned fury. And I didn't realize that she, at first that she literally meant like that she was actually stoned, like high. Like I thought she meant like stone cold fear. Like I thought that she meant like a hard cure, a hardcore fury. Like she was trying to say like, I was so like triggered or upset or whatever that she came out with this wild ass take and you know, it was a wild ass take and she shouldn't have. Uh, But then when I realized that she was saying that she was stoned, I was like, wow, you're embarrassing yourself and stoners and other people. You're just embarrassing everyone yeah, with don't, this. Don't make stoners look bad like this, okay? Most stoners know how to keep their fucking shit together, especially if you're like a f- rich, famous stoner that's been doing it for a while. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. I don't know. Sarah Silverman, like, puts on a charcoal face mask and looks in the mirror and is like, I will make blackface cool again. So, like, I don't you know, fuck her anyways. Agreed. But again, not because she is Jewish, not an anti-Semitism, just a, a fucking person I don't like who also happens to be Jewish. I, here's the thing is that like people, people, people will just say that anyways. So like our listeners know where we're coming at this from. Uh, You know, don't, don't feel like you need to say that kind of like, you know, it, I don't, I don't want, you know, if you're listening to this show, <laughs> You know what we're about. like you know, That's the, true. The, the, and I can say that because I can probably count on my hands all the people that listen to this show. I have 50 hands. Um, so the, Sarah Silverman wasn't the only uh, famous person to weigh in. Uh, also, uh, we had we had another person make a statement, which I'm going to uh, title this segment, uh, Autism or Anti-Semitism? Who do you got? Hmm. This is fun. This is fun. Going places. This is exciting because I'm a little bit on the spectrum, and Kennedy is a little bit, a little bit of a Jew. So you know. So I, I guess well, I, I actually hit both boxes in this case. Wow, yeah. I've done the horror a couple times, so you know I've investigated you know I, that yeah. box. You know I, I'm I'm giving you a some kind of. Something. So this week, Greta, Greta, friendship. Greta Thunberg uh, released a statement in, that included a picture of her and her friends sitting down uh, with signs that said Free Palestine. Uh, in this picture... I was almost hoping we might skip this. <laughs> Jesus, it's so yuck. 
So in this photograph, um, there was an octopus plushie in in the picture. Now, a friend of the show, former co-host Maria uh, Guido, she uh, she explained to me that these girl. These specific, uh, this specific octopus toy, uh, is something that is used in a therapeutic setting to, for people who struggle with, uh, properly conveying emotion to be able to show their emotion. Now the octopus is, it's like a reversible thing where if you have it one way, it's happy. If you flip it inside out, it's sad and it had a sad face on it. Now this is, you know, being that uh, Greta Thunberg has been open about being an autistic person or, you know, being on the autism spectrum. Like this is something that not only would it make sense for her to just have, but also for her to include in the picture makes sense because, you know, this is a way that she has learned to communicate her emotions for whatever reason, somebody saw this and decided to point out that that apparently an octopus is a symbol of anti-Semitism. They they went as far as to accuse Greta Thunberg of being uh, of doing an anti-Semitic dog whistle, purposefully signaling that not only does she support free freeing the Palestinians, but also that she supports. Uh, Hitler, I guess. I don't fucking know. It is crazy. Now, I just, the unfortunate part is because Greta Thunberg is, is, you know, an autistic person. She saw this and like deleted it and apologized. And it's like, I didn't know. And it's like, dude, they are lying. They, they know that they know that this isn't what you did. They just want to paint you as evil because they can't actually defend what they're doing. The other thing like that gets me about this is like, Pick a fucking lane. Either Greta Thunberg is a dumbass teenager, know nothing, who is like opening her mouth and spewing nonsense and it's is stupid, or or yeah, she's that? a conniving she's a conniving conspiratorial like that she is sending nuanced highbrow like like off the beaten path dog whistles to a population of like who I I don't even fucking know. Um, pick, did you see pick some? One. Did you see some like Zionist asshole was like, "Hey Greta, just so you know, the rockets that Hamas uses are not environmentally friendly." <laughs> that was an official Israel government account. Oh God, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that w- some asshole Zionist, and it was actually an official Israeli government account. <laughs> What a bit. You didn't even know you were doing an incredible bit, and you did. I love that for you. Well, well, uh, those two weren't the only... I thought the weirder thing was that, like, because I also saw that picture, and I didn't even notice the octopus because I thought it was weird to bring a climate change sign to, like, a free Palestine rally. And I understand that, like, certain things are interlocked and, like... things impact more things that impact everything. Like I'm not saying that, that like global, global climate change does not factor in, in any way to what uh, people in Palestine are suffering. But like, I thought that that was the, the weirder, more autistic part of the thing. I was, she, didn't her sign just say free Palestine? 
But I yeah, thought, but one of the other people had a yeah someone okay, else okay, in the I picture okay. yeah um, uh, so I didn't even see the fucking octopus because I was like yo why would you bring that here also <laughs> as a person who goes to to like uh, protests whether uh, it, that stuffed animal whether that plushie was like an autism therapeutic thing or whatever like honestly clutching a soft toy. Uh, to yourself during a protest actually sounds kind of nice and I might try that next time. I'll just have to make sure that it's not a, any secret symbol of anything. Well, here's the thing is that even if it's not, people will just say it is because there's no accountability for uh, these fucking assholes. I show up to like a defund the police protest <laughs> with like a stuffed pig that I'm cradling. <laughs> it's actually wrapped in swaddling clothes like a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those those two weren't the only celebrities to weigh on in on this. Uh, in a shocking, shocking development, uh, <laughs> I have something good to say about Dave Chappelle. <laughs> so Dave wow. Chappelle had a show in Boston on Saturday night where you know he he doesn't do comedy anymore. He just like talks and is funny sometimes or is a bigot most of the time. Uh, but during his show, he went into uh, talking about the the Israel Palestine situation, and he was saying, you know, basically that Israel's doing war crimes and getting away with it. He was saying that it's fucked up that people who speak out in support of Palestine are losing jobs because of it. Uh, and in this, apparently, there were some Zionist assholes in the crowd, and some of them stood up and started screaming at him, and then walked out of his show. Now, one of these people spoke to a reporter outside and was saying that, like, the level of hate we are getting is just we we felt scared for our lives. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, nobody, you were not in any danger. He was just talking about how, like, the situation is fucked up. You weren't, you were safe the whole time. Shut up. Um, but <laughs> why I really want to praise Dave Chappelle for this isn't because of what he said on stage. It's because after the show, uh, the press reached out to a spokesperson for Dave Chappelle and the spokesperson responded, no, nah, Dave wasn't even in Boston last night. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> That's the funniest thing he's done in 20 years. Just like, nah, he wasn't even there. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> One me. Went for the shaggy defense. <laughs> Love that. Love a good one me. So, uh. But, but caught you on camera, Dave. <laughs> There's no cameras. He makes people turn their phones in before they go into the show. Or he would if he was there. Who knows? Imagine (laughs) if it was a Dave Chappelle impersonator. Like he actually wasn't there. Look, the United States uh, government has denied requests to send in independent investigators. So there's no way to know for certain whether or not he was there. Um, But, you know, our hearts and prayers go out. So uh, that's a bit of a fun story. But I do. There is one. Okay. So in this calamity, you know, it's it's hard to like joke around about stuff, even like stuff like that. Like it's it's funny, but like the the underlying cause is still sad. Uh, it 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 was a pain to to talk about all this stuff and not have anything that we could just truly laugh about. Uh, but luckily, like you know, like a phoenix rising from the ashes. Uh, 
Sean King emerged back into the national consciousness to deliver us a piece of... You, Sean, you're just who I needed. Speaking I think as unambiguously you. hilarious news to end our coverage of Israel-Palestine on, which is that Sean King came out this week whenever uh, there was a couple of American hostages that were released by Hamas. And Sean King just for whatever reason started posting about how he was in contact with them <laughs> and to prove this he posted a picture that was just taken of a tv showing them <laughs> he was like their family sent me this picture he literally just took took his phone out and snapped a picture of the tv <laughs> Now, if he was attending the Fraud and Bitch Institute, I would have told him that that is not how it's done. That's not how it's done. Uh, well, here's the thing. People called him out, which, you know, it's good. Like, you can't just let somebody lie like that. Well, uh, and here's the thing is when you're already a known fraudster, you got to, if you're going to fraud again, you got to step it up. Well, here's the thing. Deanna, he did. Because people called him out and were like, dude, what are you talking about? That's just a picture from TV. You didn't know these people. So then he responded, I talked to the family earlier today and we discussed the fact that because I am such a well-known national figure that it is unwise for them to be publicly associated with me. So they are going to be downplaying the fact that we talked. So then why, if they told you, if they told you that they didn't want to be publicly associated with you, why the fuck would you associate yourself? If you cared about them at all, again, Fraud and Bitch Institute, fail. If it's a pass fail and you failed. The family didn't even know who he was. <laughs> the family's Amazing. like, fucking who? <laughs> Family, he bro. wasn't even in Boston on Friday. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just want to say, you know, I can't believe it, but thank you, Sean King, for giving us something to laugh about in this terrible time. Wow. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah. Um, also. Also. The So the thing about the octopus being... Uh, a symbol of anti-Semitism. I do just want to clarify, like, with, for for some context, I do not think that that is why Greta Thunberg had it. I don't. I I truly think that that was an autism uh, moment. And but but that the octopus being a symbol of anti-Semitism, like, is a is a a conspiracy thing. Like that has been around. Oh. It, it's just a very it's a very old trope and I, it's you would old not, yeah yeah would not expect a yeah I, I wasn't saying that it's completely made up i'm saying that they are making up that that's what it was oh yeah yeah yeah. that part's made up i just was clarifying yeah. that like it's not uh that that the part about it being a symbol is not made up but the part about her using it in that way is made up yeah yeah, I get that. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, this has been fun. It's good to have the gang back together. It's, uh, you know, it's the government. It's, it's the good gov to have the government, it's good to have back the government back together. We're solving problems. We're improving lives. We're we see you. We hear you and you hear us. And we're grateful that you tune in every week. We're we, this is the longest episode we've done in a while. And uh, we just let it happen. We just let it ride. You know, uh, 
as I said earlier, come see me on tour. Uh, I will be, you know, all over the place. I'll be hanging out with Kennedy at some point. It's gonna be sick. We're yeah, gonna I eat. We're gonna know. eat green sauce. No. Is that? Oh yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, <laughs> I'll be at your house and I need to borrow three thousand dollars. Deanna, what uh, what do you got? What do you got coming up? You got anything to plug? Just a fork into an outlet. Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Don't and uh, you know under the government, uh, our rule as the government, uh, electricity is actually totally fine with metal. Like that's a law that we are passing. Um, we will be uh, to clarify. We haven't passed it yet, so. Hold on to your forks for now, but just know the time is coming. Kennedy, you got anything to plug? What's up with Sentai Truthers Club? Uh, Wait, that's not, is it called Sentai Truthers Club? It's <laughs> truth. We're working on it. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I was on the, the Bruce Campbell podcast recently. Oh, fun. Yeah, they're fun. They're, that's a fun time. It's just called the Bruce Campbell podcast? Yeah. Nice. It does not feature Bruce Campbell. Well, Sweet. he's with us in spirit at all times. Yes. Uh, well, that's great. And uh, thank you both for joining me today. Thank you for listening. Support the show by going to patreon.com slash worstweekget. You can follow the show at worstweekget. You can follow me at Andrew Hillary US. And please, for fuck's sake, come see me do comedy if I am close to your house. Uh, but more important than all of that bullshit. Tune in again next week for more bad news.